It's about midnight. 12.23. Let's see how many people we could get rocking in here tonight. Kind of did a little bit of a change of plans, you know. How's everybody doing? What's good, y'all? What's good? Happy Thanksgiving. Yup. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. May your turkeys be great. After reading the that document, I got sent this document last night by a Facebook follower. And... Uh, I pretty much read it and was like, yeah, this is definitely got to be my life. But I do have to say that TikTok is totally struggling from it. They're totally struggling from the live, the content. Make sure y'all are hitting that like screen. Try and get the live out there. I guess it is thanks, you know, pre-Thanksgiving, so Thanksgiving Eve. So maybe that's what it is, but my YouTubers are here, or my Facebookers are here, as always. Hello from Illinois, what's up, what's up? Thank you, Suzanne. I'm glad you're doing good. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you, Cindy. Yeah, so, should be should be a good time. I gotta, probably gonna go to, alright, we're up to 108, alright, TikTok, let's go, let's go. Hit that like screen, y'all. Any donations over here on YouTube are much obliged. And then if you guys see here on Facebook, right? On Facebook, I shared a link with you guys. The direct me link, right? That direct me link, if you click that link, it'll take you to my creator page where it's like super easy. If you want, it's just an option or avenue to donate. Um, I literally just... Ah, booty sniper. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I appreciate that, bro. He said you have awesome channel and content. Thank you. Um, they just recently, I just finally got monetized on Instagram. I'm super stoked about it. So now I need to figure out another device so I can, because unless I get high-speed internet, I'm not going to be able to use the OBS, the Streamlabs, or anything like that. So I'm going to get another cheap device and hopefully be able to hotspot it and stream there. Uh Facebook is not. So, a uh, quick little side note. Uh, what's going on there? This is crazy. Uh, Facebook is not monetizing me at the moment because somebody literally has tried to scam me by... Facebook is not monetizing me at the moment because somebody literally has tried to scam me by... Thank you, 10 bucks. I appreciate that, for real. Somebody had tried to scam me by reporting some of my content as copyright. Okay? And they're this company that buys videos and they'll copyright them for you and all this and that. Yeah, they just reported me copyright issue. It was on a video of ball lightning. Ball lightning. Like, it was obvious to me it wasn't anything serious. It's called Cater News Network, um, supposedly. But anyway, uh, they didn't count on me challenging them. Uh, Facebook just took their copyright claim for what it was and they don't investigate it. They just assume because it's a legit entity that they're not 
they tried to get me to give them $600 to retract their copyright claim. I'm like, okay, hold up, hold up. This don't, it's just, it smelled high hell for me. Um, so I called them out. I said, all right, show me a link. I want to see this video. Show me the source. Give me a link right now that I can click on that proves that that video is yours. Straight up. Because I actually remember, and what I think they did is they, this is, the, this is elaborate shit, guys. This is like, in, this is in depth. They go to my TikTok, right? They go to my TikTok. Sorry, I can't be too loud. Uh, they go to my TikTok and they tag me in a video, right? And Because they know I'm over here Facebook reeling. Well, they tag me in this ball lightning video. I'm like, cool, that's awesome. I don't see any uh, issues with, you know, screen recording that and flipping it. You know what I mean? Um, it was the TikToker, the, the female, I already talked to her. She had a TikTok and it was her video. It was hers. She recorded it, everything. So I got proof. But um, they tagged me in this video knowing that I would go probably post it on my Facebook Reels. Then they would claim a copyright on me. And most people probably just panic because TikTok won't monetize me or Facebook won't monetize me. And now they're trying to say if I get one more strike, they're going to ban my account for phantom ass copyright claims. That's messed up. So I'm going to send them a message and out these fools um, because, dude, <laughs> it sucks. It really actually sucks because, you know, it hurt, not only does it hurt my account, put my account at risk, I still I can't get, like, dude, I wish I could be getting donations on my, my Facebook right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot. That's a lot. It adds up. It hurts. Um, it's really weird. I, I can't believe that Facebook doesn't look into the copyright claim a little more, to me, to be honest. Uh, but they're probably so busy or whatever they just do what they do not probably very many people are making copyright claims so yeah that's that quick story anyway instagram got me monetized now i just waiting on facebook and yeah we're gonna be rolling man we're gonna be rolling uh so anyway you all know the content coming your way uh this was via a facebook follower uh dude holy crap i was not expecting it i i was actually planning on doing the terror papers today but uh, I started reading this, okay, and the story behind it, and the very first story, I haven't shared it to my YouTube yet, so if you haven't seen it, I've only shared it to my TikTok and my Facebook, because I want to make it longer for YouTube. I'm going to make it 10 minutes or more for YouTube, um, <clears throat> which means i got a couple more videos to do before I just share the initial, so uh, the first story is, is crazy, uh, but the whole thing, really, the whole get is crazy, the, how, it, how it all played out. Um, I'm kind of just going to come at you and read it damn near verbatim, like word for word, right? Um, and, yeah, go from there and see what you guys think. I mean, it's, it's pretty wild stuff. They get into, dude, it's not just literally listing alien races either. They get into the Anunnaki, the creation of man. They get into in-depth uh, discussions on what we're doing wrong as a society. They talk about past civilizations that have that have. They basically said they basically uh, they presented this whole thing as a test. They presented this whole thing as a a trial or a, a trial period for your for our species. Okay, to see if we are going to do the right thing. 
right? Now, he even gets in depth talking about how I know you guys have been misguided. I know your religious uh, platform is, is skewed and messed up. You know, like the, the, the ETs are saying this to certain human individuals, right? Like um, they, they said it was, a, a, they, they were talking like presidents is who they're having these conversations with, okay? Presidents. Uh, the aliens, like, dude, I, I can't figure out exactly. Maybe it'll maybe it'll hit me a little more clearly when I go through it again. But um, there's this one alien faction that watches over us, right, and kind of like babysits, helps us a little bit along the way, gives us hints, right. He like scolds us in this document, saying we've we've approached your highest officials. Yo, he calls out all these all these presidents that they've approached and warned them and basically gave them the 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 golden path to to salvation literally told them a b c d this is what you got to do and and you guys will your your race you, your species will be saved and bro uh-uh we ain't doing it we ain't doing it um, it's nuts, guys. So I guess I'm just gonna get into this, though. I don't want to spoil it, but whoa, it was gnarly <laughs> to to even hear or read about it. It was it was wild shit. But um, so it's called the Russian Alien Racist Book. It's like top secret. It's like double top secret stuff, uh, high security clearance type stuff. Uh, only the the highest level of security clearance individuals were writing accounts in this book that's what's cool about it you guys this this book isn't a bias story uh set of events book it, it's it's a plethora it's a compilation of a number of individuals that have had certain experiences and this guy kind of represents the hub and he keeps all the papers in order and keeps them updated so they're not like falling apart and getting lost he puts them all together in order uh, supposedly this book it's 93 pages uh, it's not really like a true seeming 93 pages like PowerPoint 93 pages right um, and we won't go through a lot of them uh, the alien stuff I got it got redundant, you know, I just kind of started flipping past them, but um, I wanted the, the meat and bones of it. And when I started reading certain stories, and, and I knew there was more to it than just a list, but they said that uh, there's actually, and they're still working on this work today, uh, the, the last entry was 2011, and then this cat, no, it was maybe two, more like 2004 he found it he re, he let it resurface in 2008 okay he not let it resurface but he found it and re, it resurfaced in 2008 it is uh, the original copy was in 1946 when they had one of their first um, alien encounters in Russia they established this book in 1946 uh, yeah it goes back it goes back but what's cool is the accounts aren't just 1946 on. The accounts are actually like 1920s, early 1900s. You know, they, they tell stories that, whoa, that story would fit good in this book, right? So, all right, I'm going to start it off. This is like the the author or like the... And dude, he doesn't really tell where he's from. He kind of keeps himself anonymous, right? 
um, the dude that sent this to me is like basically saying like <laughs> you're pretty bold for sharing it you know what I mean um, but man come on you know what I mean come on bro you know we're with the times here you know it's weird out here let's go you know what I mean so alright so in 2004 I became friends with a Ukrainian guy called Petro then I met completely randomly at a bar by the beach. I was on holidays, and he was there with some friends having some drinks. Anyway, we started hanging out, talking, and then they kind of started running into each other regularly, and our friendship started like that. He became a regular, then they started hanging out at each other's houses, shooting shit, became good buddies. Um, even their families would get together, right? So, in 2008, Petro called and asked me if I wanted to go on a road trip. I said, sure. He had in mind to go to the south of Spain and visit his brother. His brother was there in jail at the time near Huelva. And also to visit his father in Portugal. His father was a former diplomat of Ukraine, the main source, right? Years before, and when he retired, he decided to move back to Portugal and live there. And so we went. We visited his brother, and then we went to Portugal to visit his father. When we were at his house, he asked us a favor. He's old. If we would empty boxes from one of the rooms as he wanted to make it into a bedroom for guests. We said okay, went in the room, expecting to see some old newspapers. Instead, we found 58 boxes full of old documents and books from the time when he was a diplomat. Imagine that plethora of information, right? Imagine the gems in them boxes, man. Oh boy. I'd love to find one like Dietlov Pass, you know type stuff. Um, instead, we found 58 boxes. Some papers, documents were in Russian. Some were even from USSR times. Petro started reading and translating some of them, as we and we realized that there was a lot of interesting, intriguing, and even top secret, at least at one time, documents. So we asked his father if we could keep the boxes for ourselves. Hell yeah. He agreed, and we had to rent a van to take everything back with them. Week after week, in our houses, but mainly on the weekends, we went through every document, translating them, cataloging them by subject matter, or dates, times, places, etc. As due to work, we were apart quite often. We also did a lot of work online. That's when we found the book. The book that led to the videos I published. And I I'm not sure where these videos are at. This one book that we had... To, had is undated and looks modern see that was the kind of weird thing about it he said the book looked modern but that's because the old boy was updating it and keeping it modern but we did find the cover the only cover for the same book dating back to 1951 so they found a vintage cover all right we called his father later that year and asked him about the book and he filled in the missing information he said that amongst high-ranking political officials, there had always been the rumor of alien contact, but nothing concrete. He said that he had received the book years before from one of his lifelong diplomat friends and had been updating the book until recently with information that friends of his has been, had been sending him or when they would get together to talk about the old times. That information, regular updates, was sent to him via snail mail, phone, or online. He still gets regular updates, then he transmits them to me. So, 
essentially still being updated, which is crazy, crazy, crazy. The book has hundreds of side notes on the pages, updates, small papers with related miscellaneous info attached to the pages, photos stapled to them, photos, etc. This is how we found out about relatively recent visits from aliens, their numbers, what happened. They had been updating the information they could get regularly. But he also said that there was only a handful of people that were in the know back then, the USSR days. The leader of the Communist Party and a couple of advisors, five or six S-M-E-R-S-H, Smirsh or Mersh, it's like Mersh agents, maybe more up to 12. Um, it goes over them, it goes over them here in a minute, exactly what the Smirsh agents do or what they are. The commander of the armed forces and the commanders of the three armed force branches, Army, Air Force, Navy, and maybe a couple scientists. He said that most likely there were more people in the know, especially in the military, but he could not confirm that. Him and his friends did not recognize some of the names mentioned in the book. People have asked me about some of the illustrations of the certain alien races. Now, this is kind of weird right here. So, um, this is different. He says, people have asked me about some of the illustrations of the certain alien races in the book. This because some of them were literally copied off, but just hold on a second. Don't let this sway here. This because some of them were literally copied off movies and or video games. Not all. Me and Petro asked ourselves the same thing as we recognized some of them. And we did contact his father in order to get an answer. He told us that over the years that the people that were adding, updating, printing the book had been using alien images from the media when they did not have a real photo or a drawing from the witnesses. So sometimes they used images from movies and video games that better describe the alien race in question. Now hold on just a second before you let let that bother you. Because it did bother me when I first read it. I was like, what the fuck, you know? To the witness testimonies, description of their encounter. However, he did say something else, something extremely interesting. He told us that amongst high-ranking diplomats, there has been much solid discussion and debate about a plan involving certain media, from online to paper to Hollywood to the video game industry. And certain security departments, especially from Japan, China, Canada, and USA and Europe, in order to use the right to them images to describe the appearance of aliens, all the media involved was, in the end, either directly or because they owned the mother companies owned, for, owned by no more than five people, and, th and that this was a concert. So this is, this is the main line you guys need to hear out of all that hubbub. That this was a concerted effort in order to get people, humankind, Used, used to the appearance and presence of aliens among us. So they were grabbing pictures off movies if they didn't have anything. Because some of these, I've, most of them I've never seen. Because they do have illustrations. Most of them I have never seen. Um, maybe a couple were like, okay, I'm kind of familiar, you know. Uh, but he said... They were grabbing them to get mankind adjusted to the thought of aliens like being right there in our face. You know what I'm saying? Um, basically. 
Gabe Piper. No. I don't do duets. It's Buzz Killington. Okay, so. He, Petro's father, also told us that some of the alien races... So this is kind of cool, too. He also told us that some of the alien race images used in video games and other media were used in the prior book, or the book, prior to the release of games and or movies. So it was, so, so they were actually stealing from this said book, and this is how. Him and some of his friends had knowledge that some of those security departments had actually created some of the images and then released them to the proper channels in order for those images to be known to the general public. This, obviously, we could not confirm except for one of the images on the book, the aliens used in the movie Independence Day, were known before the making, not even close, of the movie by at least eight years. So those aliens are real, bruh. Those aliens in Independence Day were out of this book. That's crazy. Also, some of the photos on the ARB had been tampered with. And so there you have it. The story behind the alien races Russian secret book. At least some of it. It says, I hope you enjoy all the book and the revelations. The book is dedicated into the memory of Petro. The ARB had been re-edited. Information always being updated in all aspects, from new alien races to new reports and photos or illustrations, at least 12 times. That we know. The first edition was printed in 1946 or early 1947. Then, new editions, 1951. I have the cover, just the cover of that one. 1959, 68, 71, and 80. All the way to, we believe, 2011. There was another reprint. That's where I got the 2011. So, it, it says here something up here. There was, a, there was a point in time, too, where one of these, I think it was 1980, yeah, right here. In the 1980s, a copy of this edition of this book was found in a field in Baratia, East Siberia. That copy ended up in the hands of the KGB, an agent with friends in the media. After the collapse of the USSR, some of the information and images were sold. So that's where you get a lot. Of uh, that's probably a very very good source for all entertainment. I mean, Hollywood probably they probably paid good money or something for stuff like that. You know, uh, I mean, like you got Prometheus. You know, all those like um, the, uh, the Stargate, right? Yeah, Stargate and, and those aliens. Like, I mean, it's like who derived those? Who where'd those come from? Well, maybe this. Um, so, some of them were leaked and sold. Years later, the information in some of the images started appearing in TV series and video games. He says, Mass Effect being the most well-known. I'm not familiar with Mass Effect. Maybe tell me you guys are. This information was handwritten on the book. Okay? And then it goes into my story. Y'all, there's not just... This isn't the only story like this. There's actually some other stories. Similar, but weirder. Like weirder um they're very very intriguing when i read them i was just like what you know what i mean uh we're talking like bermuda triangle type stuff here guys um but this this story was definitely interesting to say the least so i'm gonna start off with it um in 1924 near yekaterinoslav ukraine that's my best effort and then the next it says now 
Nepropetrovsk. Nepropetrovsk. I can't pronounce Russian. That's tough. But anyway, Ukraine, the three daughters of a certain captain, simply vanished, right? So it's like southeastern Ukraine. So um, Captain Adriachuk. Adriachuk was of Russian descent and was very little is no, was very little known to, to anyone around him, except that he traveled a lot. Okay, a farmer that lived near Captain, the Captain's house, said that he saw the Captain's daughters walking towards the woods two hours before sunrise. Right, not a usual thing. He was kind of. Um, Taken back by it. He had never seen them do anything like that before. Thank you for the donations, you guys. Thank you. Um, so, naturally, as a good neighbor, you would say, okay, you know, you got three young girls walking into the woods, pretty much pitch black out. You're, you're going to follow them. You're going to see what the hell is going on. This is weird, right? So, it says intrigued. He followed them at a distance. I'm saying concerned. He followed them at a distance. After walking for 30 minutes... He described them suddenly stopping, okay? And then purple and red lights and a mist started glowing through the trees. The trees, they stopped just beyond, right? So he got closer, kind of snuck up, and saw the three girls entering what he called a floating bright windmill-like plane. Now, that's another thing they do in this book. They give you a, they give you solid pictures. They're not fake. I, I just do not feel they're fake. They give you solid pictures of every craft of uh, that they've documented of every type of alien they correlate the two, so you know which aliens are are um, controlling or, or manning which crafts. You know, which is that's I mean that's nuts. That's pretty heavy detail. Like I don't, I don't even know like how this. I don't know how this ain't been out there, really. I mean, it's crazy. You know, I, I don't even know if I'm going to share this, like, source heavy because it's... I don't know, man. I don't want to get in no trouble or something because it's detailed, you guys. So he got closer and saw the three girls entering what he thought, what he called a flight, a floating bright windmill-like plane. He also reported seeing five small creatures, the same size as the girls, but much older in the face. Weird. I remember um, Randy Kramer. Okay, Randy Kramer. He's a whistleblower. He's on Guy Network. He supposedly was recruited as a young man, like probably seven, eight to ten years old, to be a part of the secret space program, a Marine. Okay, his first encounter. He's in his bedroom. And he had been getting harassed quite a bit. Like he said he would get in these vivid dreams and he'd go on these wild ass missions and he'd wake up sore and he's like, is this real or is it not? Well, one day he woke up and he heard something in his kitchen. So he walks out and there's a little, an infant like being standing in his kitchen with the refrigerator door open and he, he's making a, he's making himself a sandwich. You know what I mean? Like, like helping him, his damn self, right? Um... So, he walks out there, and I guess they, the recruiters like this, because instead of, like, recruiting or retreating to his room scared, he, like, 
walked out and like confronted this this being. Well, suddenly it's it's got a hoodie on. So suddenly this being turns around when he says something. He's like, "Hey, you know what are you doing?" or whatever. The being turns around and he just flies like right towards him, grabs him by his neck, picks him up. Right? He said he can remember looking at his face at that moment, and there was no eyes, no mouth, just wrinkles, and he looked old as hell. No lie. Like that's the only other account I've heard something weird like that being documented like way older in the face now i'm not saying these had no eyes or mouse they might have but i'm just saying that the wrinkles i have a feeling it's the same being he wouldn't have been able to tell if they had no eyes or mouth really they probably do you just don't see them or something you know what i mean but yeah this that's what that reminded me of and they're they are creepy and they're ugly so according to him the windmill after the girls boarded the the craft the windmill then flew very slowly into the stars until he could not tell the two apart, and they were gone, okay? And what does he do, of course? First thing, he goes back to the captain's house, okay? Now, I wish I could show you these. I can get you on, I can get you on TikTok. I can get you on TikTok. Um, here. There's a picture of his barn, and this is supposedly an authentic picture of his barn. That's supposedly actually his barn, this captain's barn, all right? So, according to the farmer, he then ran back to the captain's house to warn him about the event. And then it says here, this photo supposedly shows the farmer's actual barn. Upon arriving, he knocked on the door, but nobody answered. Knocked again, nothing. He then let himself into the house. He found the captain and the wife laying in bed lifeless. Their faces were peaceful, not smirking, but just almost serene, right? Like they, 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 it was, it was not a bad experience for them. It was a blissful one, all right? Um, meaning that something got in his head, meaning that something got in their heads, and, and and kept them asleep, but made them have good experience while, you know what I'm saying, um, getting rid of them. Um, as if they had died during their sleep. All their animals, three dogs, one horse, two goats, were gone as well. On the kitchen table there was a letter, or a note, not signed, with the handwriting that they later figured matched Sophia. One of the daughters, probably the oldest. It said, we are going to school in the moon with our friends. That was it. And they never saw the girls again. We're going to school in the moon with our friends. And that was it. And it actually gives a picture of her too. But I have never heard a case... Um, that's supposedly authentic picture of the daughter. Um, is that verifiable? Hardly, you know, but sounds good. Um, so in the moon, right? Wild stuff, okay? And then this is the first case I've ever heard where they went as far as they did with the animals and the mom and dad. I've never heard that um, 
that type of extreme. Usually they're not, um, they're not benevolent, you know. Usually they're not evil, and they don't go that far. Uh, it's usually against the rules for them. But maybe, I don't know, that, that, was, that really struck me as a weird story. Uh, just come out of nowhere, and it, it makes you wonder now too, because the captain was always gone, right? This is what I was thinking last night. I was like, kind of trying to just put two and two together. Um, why them? Why that time? Um, what was the dad into, right? They said he was gone all the time. Uh, they said he was gone all the time, never around. But he was a high-ranking military official. What was he into? You know what I mean? They probably chose him for a reason. So. Um, that was that story, all right? And then it continues on to more technical stuff. To the Smirsh Agents Department. It is your duty to thoroughly investigate all events regarding any reports of visitations or incidents concerning creatures from other planets as well as non-terrestrial creatures that dwell on our planet at the present or future time. It is your duty to immediately present to your superior in charge any material evidence gathered during your investigations. It is your duty to keep absolute secrecy and concealment regarding your findings and conclusions during your investigations, except for, your, except for from your superior in charge. It is your duty to immediately destroy this book in case your physical being or personal safety is threatened. The loss of the book while in your possession will result in serious consequences for your two Smirsh companion agents as well as for your immediate relatives. Ouch. Ouch. Make use of your extensive training and love for our great union. So you guys, this uh, is what I'm picking up from this. This is Cold War era. They're talking here. I'm pretty sure. Roundabout. You know, 70s, 80s, um, Cold War era is when probably it got republished and they established these new departments and agents. Um, so th you'll get a kick out of this. Oh, come on. Okay. You'll get a kick out of this. The Book of Alien Races is both an instructions manual and a source of information to be used now and in the future until the day it will be needed no more. Learn from it, add to it. This is basically the jargon that they give before they they hire you on to work with in the you know the faction if you will I guess. Um, Instructions manual is a source of information to be used now and in the future until the day it will be needed no more. Learn from it, add to it. When with the humans, investigate events, interrogate witnesses, gather physical evidence. This is cool. When with the aliens, engage with them, follow them, and learn from them. Could you imagine that? It'd be hard not to be like initially scared. Thank you so much for the donation, bro. You're awesome. Initially scared of them, right? Um, you, your not natural reaction would want to be to be real cautious. Uh, so this is crazy. You are forbidden of. This is what they are forbidden of. 
showing this book to anyone, talking about this book to anyone, talking about or revealing your investigative activities to anyone, drinking alcohol on and off duty, consuming drugs on and off duty, helping alien races no matter the situation or request, choosing sides when physically amongst different alien races or during investigations. Which is wild. Why would they have to go out of their way to say that? Probably because certain alien factions would try and get man to fight with them with the tech, the weaponry. You know, they would try and pull you to their side and be against factions. So they had to take a neutral stance. Um, which is wild. It, that's detail right there, you guys. That's just, it's it's verifies it in its entirety. You know what I mean? Those You just got to listen to the finite details of this stuff. And, and the finite details like that tell me authentic, right? Instantly, I'm like, okay, authentic. That's, that's, that's not a thought that somebody just makes up on their own. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's from physical or actual experience. <clears throat> During and this last one. And or of engaging in sexual activities with any members of any alien race. Right? So you know what's up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Guarantee it. Hold on, my shit, my shit off. Um, it's like slid up. There we go. I got it back all the way down. I had to zoom in too far. Okay. All right. And then it goes into the alien races. Hold on. Oh, you suck us. There we go. And some of them look pretty wild. Like, they have uh, the Algrok, Black-Eyed Children, Pleiades, or Pleiadians. Kilmer Alk. I mean, dude, they got all kinds of different stuff on them. The Greys. They say that the Kurs, the aka God of the Lands, believed to be related to the race Anunnaki. They came from the planet Dilamans. They are the race behind the story of Enlil and Ninlil. They were directly involved on or in the development of the human race during our early stages. After centuries away from Earth, they have recently returned. Their own leader is amongst the most recent visitors. They will now stay on Earth permanently. They will have an important role in years to come. They spend time immersed in a precious gold-like liquid that presumably extends their lifespan. Monoatomic gold. Right? Here, I'll go back. I'll start from the top, too. So, the Algrook, they're like, a.k.a. the builder race. They look reptilian, but they're not. They got a little more humanoid traits in the face. Um, they come from the constellation Sculptor. They derive from an ancient alien race of reptilians that has gone extinct. They are specialists at building ships and other devices needed for deep space traveling. They are also space travelers themselves, searching for new raw materials. They live up to 230 years. Last seen... In Tokyo, Japan in 2005. So that's what's cool about all these two. At the very last sentence is the last sighting of them. I mean the detail, right? 
So these are the, they call them the Killy Tokert. They're the black-eyed children. I mean, they come from constellation Vea, Vela, near the star Suhail al-Mulif. They grow up to two meters high, six feet, and live up to 200 years. They can shapeshift and are very hard to detect. When they shapeshift, the only thing they cannot change is the size and color of their eyes. They are one of the oldest known races. They do abduct humans. Last seen July of 2008 on Earth. Then they go next to the Pleiadians. They come from solar systems surrounding the Pleiades. More precisely, from the planet Era, near the star Tegeta. They are associated with spiritual growth, two and a half meters tall or eight feet. They practice sex cultivation. The distinct difference between their sexual expressions and their sensual emotions, their ships are known as beam ships. Although regularly visiting Earth, they have remained mostly silent since 10,000 BC. They are one of the oldest known races. They continue to develop the necessary mental skills to eventually reach their goal and even higher spiritual state. And it's, that's what it's all about, bottom line, guys. It'll get to that. They come from the constellation Volens, the, the Lemur Auk, A-U-K, Kalimur A-U-K. They come from constellation Volans. The sightings of this race on Earth are rare, and they are considered a mystery race. The drawings, like it looks like it looks like Predator. It, it looks like Predator from Alien vs Predator, but a little more like not so like I guess I don't want to say clean, but like they just look a little weirder. It is said that they were forbidden to visit Earth around the year 1000 BC, but they did not stop visiting Earth completely. This because of their allies, the race. The, ma the Maitre. Now, the Maitre is a form of gray. I didn't know that they had, you know, I, I was the tall grays, the short grays. No, there's like three three or four different classes of gray alien. That was that was interesting. Um, last seen on Earth, December of 1989. So, they're getting witness sightings on all this stuff, guys. Hold on here. Okay, we did the curse. And then the... These ones are really weird too. This, these, this one right here, the Havhanu Kondras. That that looks like that one. Did you guys ever see that alien um, picture where they're out in the like uh, satellite or the not the satellite but the spacecraft um, orbiting Earth and they have they snap a picture and it looks like the, the this little fella like this tall but he looks like he's like. Made up of almost like made up of gases, not not actual physical, you know, flesh and bone. Um, they say they come from the galaxy Sextant's dwarf SPH. First visited Earth in 1934 or 934 AD in the area that we know now as Romania. Kind of weird. They often abduct and kill humans. They also drain and drink the blood of humans as well as the blood of animals. They're responsible for the myth of vampires. That was another cool thing, right? They're responsible for the myth of vampires. Crazy. So vampires could have essentially been ETs. Weird. They Several human governments know and accept their actions. The human bodies that they use are never returned. Last sighting, Scotland, 1996. Creepy. 
creepy. So another type of gray, we got the Mazarek. They come from Constellation. Camel, Camel, Camelopardalis, Darlis, Dulles. Camelopardalis. From the, from the 1300s to the early 1900s, our calendar, they were not allowed to leave their planet by other alien races. They are a very violent and predatory race. They, they are known to be allies of the race Maitre. These are like the high up, the M-A-I-T-R-E. Maitre. They grow up to 5 feet tall, last seen in August of 2001. It gets to, the, it gets to that Maitre. They're like the head. They're like, here's the Anunnaki, here's the Metre. They're like right there with each other of the evil. So the Al Gulix, these are another weird looking one. They come from the constellation Cetus near Deneb Kaitos Shimali. Although they are often confused with the reptilians, they do not share anything with them except their appearance. Their height is around 6 feet and they can live up to 350 years. This is one of the 21 races that are known to have more than two genders. That was weird. More than two genders. This race has eight different genders, and all of them can reproduce with each other. The purpose for their visits to Earth is unknown. Last sighting was in Lima in Peru, December 2004. Eight different... Weird. Weird. Hey, there we go. The rock. The rack. That is the one from Independence Day. With the tentacles out the back. Ah. Wild. So these ones are, my God. Um, Movianthin. Kaifik. A.K.A. Shining Ones. They come from the constellation Volpecula. They have met with at least two U.S. presidents. As well as USSR presidents. And now the Russian leaders. And some high-ranking officials. They supply limited amounts of their technology to humans in exchange for freedom to conduct the abductions. They do not involve other alien races in this process. They had a big role in the Siberian and the Tibetan culture. They still have bases in those areas hidden in the north face of mountains. They have colonized over 40 planets outside our solar system so far. Weird though. Of the 58 races, this is the rock, the rake, the rock. Of the 58 races described here, this is the race that least visited Earth that we know of so far. Only five times. They visit the area we now know as the Middle East, and that created the belief in jinn, or genies, in Islamic mythology. See, it's all tied in, like wild. I mean, they get in hella, hella detail with this stuff, like how intricately it is tied in, and the myths, like the vampires, you know, and could it really be all extraterrestrial really pretty crazy they just visited the area we know as the middle east um jinn genies according to some muslim scholars they inhabit an unseen world in a dimension beyond the existing dimensions of our universe according to reports from other alien races they stopped visiting earth because their immune system could not cope with earth's fauna and flora last seen 712 a.d so this was weird. The Invisibles. The race is known to have been seen near high security areas. They are almost completely invisible to the naked eye. Both the USA and Russian military have developed technology that allows them to track them on a radar. 
just the ships. Three things are known about this race. They leave a sour smell when they are near. When they are near windows, you can see their reflection as a smudge-like figure have been caught on CCTV footage. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? What? Invisible. When many dogs or only... <clears throat> when many dogs or only one start barking with no apparent reason, it is possible that they are nearby. Or reptoids and reptilians. They come from constellation Mensa. Purpose of presence unknown. I couldn't even make heads or tails of what these stupid things look like. Real weird. And you know what's crazy, guys? As I'm looking through all these pictures and all these alien different races, I'm, I'm going, I saw that in a megalith. I saw that in a megalith. I saw that in a megalith. I swear to God. They were forced to leave Earth after losing a battle against reptoids in ancient India. This is the Al-Mahaluk Strat 163. They were forced to leave Earth after losing a battle against reptoids in ancient India, date unknown, which they had been visiting for around 200 years. They have returned their visits to Earth. They have resumed them in 1948. Technologically, this is a very advanced race. Their ships are often invisible to the radar and human eye, and they wear some sort of clothing that makes them invis as well. Supposedly, they come from Jupiter or one of its moons. Crazy. Last sighting, Portugal, May 2005. Come from Jupiter or one of its moons. What? You know, I actually was told that by somebody that um, most of the planets in our solar system are inhabited. Most of them are. Um, Saturn supposedly has a vast woodland, like trees like bigger than anything we have on Earth. Um, and there's, there's, they, <clears throat> they literally say there is actually wildlife like on Earth on every planet, like bears and, you know, stuff like that. And deer, you know, the, the usual, but that kind of blew my mind. That kind of blew my mind. But it does make sense, especially if a lot of them are hollowing out these planets, right? A lot of them are hollowing out these planets, so it don't matter if it's cold or hot. They got their artificial sun, they, they, they core out the planet, and they, they get inside of it, so they ain't got to worry about meteors, they ain't got to worry about the sun being too hot or too cold. They get in there, and they regulate their own environment, make it livable, and that's how these advanced beings never run out of a place to live. They literally can hollow out any planet in, in a matter of probably weeks or a week. Weeks, I don't know. The technology could be faster than that. But basically, they got plasma tech. They can hollow out any planet. Go look. Go look at every North Pole. I did one day. I was like, you know what? I feel like there's more hollow planets because I heard that Venus was hollow as well when that, um, when that uh, Valiant Thor showed up here, the Venetian, and worked at the Pentagon for three or four years. Um... When he showed up here and he said that Venus was hollow, I thought, okay, okay. So I started looking. Go look at the North Pole and South Pole of every planet in our solar system. They all swirl. They all have a swirling type motion that is coming to a funnel. Just like our Earth, swirling. If you if you see a video, any videos or look at the video I have on my TikTok of the Sims hole, it is the Aurora Borealis type shit and it's swirling. And think about it, it would. You know, drawing air and spitting out the other end. It's probably just doing a cycle. Constant. Cooling system, whatever. Um, 
But yeah, everyone. And if you look at Saturn's, that was the weirdest. That was that one had the weirdest north and south pole of them all. Perfect hexagons. They are perfect hexagons around them. I don't know why, but they are. They both the north and south pole of Saturn has a perfect hexagon over top of them, and they're way out here. And then you can see the swirling into the center where they cored out the hole and they live in Saturn. You know, or they did it one time. Um, I know people don't, some people don't really care for that theory, but I'm telling, it's it's real shit. I mean, if there's an inner Earth, there's an inner every, every planet. Uh, it's possible. So the Ainana, Ainana, the members of this race are the cause why humans coined the term Martians. They come from the constellation Gemini. They have had permanent bases on Mars for thousands of years where they mined some sort of gold-like material. First recorded visit to Earth was in 1235 BC. The last sighting was in Madagascar in 03. Now these, these, the tall whites look so much different than I expected. They're hideous. Like, seriously, they're hideous. <laughs> Sounds terrible to say, but they're, they're ugly, bro. Here, I'll zoom in and show you. I don't know. I've just, they've always been, when I have seen them, when I've seen them, I thought I just heard my dog. Uh, they've always been uh, good looking, you know, like the Lemurians and stuff. <sighs> here, I'll go here for it. I should be showing you guys these pictures. That's a tall white. I should be showing you guys these pictures. I'll go back through them. But yeah, that's a tall white. Check this out, y'all. Tall white. And that thing ugly at <laughs> And then TikTok. Oh, it's because I got the green screen up. Here, let's see if I'll take it down. Come on, cancel. Try that. Oh, of course. I kept doing this to me yesterday. This thing's so sensitive. Alright, tall white. Bam. Tall white. Ugly. That's the Martian. That's where we coin the term Martian. That's like an idol, though. That's like an idol. I didn't know that'd be that easy to see. Here, hold up. I'll go back a couple and show you guys. So this is the one that they said. This this is the gray they said abduct us. Right here. You guys can kind of see at the same time here. And then, I gotta get this mic out of the way. There's the one from Independence Day, right? Independence Day, for sure. Check it out. Abduct us. Independence Day. R-A-K. And then this was a long elaborate name. But they call them the shining ones. And then you got the invis. Those aren't really worth looking at. You can't see them. <laughs> no. um, they're definitely. Dude. They, they, they do a good job of depicting these things. Form of gray, the violent form, and then that is actually a good being. It's a reptilian looking, but it's not a reptilian. Grays, and then these. This I wanted to show you guys the vampire one for sure. And then um, this looks the other one looks like the ant people, kind of. So you got 
vampires. Those were the ones that are vampire-like. And then these ones helped with our development in the early stages. Those are the ones that bathe in the monoatomic gold. Hey. Freaky. I've seen those in megalith. I've seen one megalith of the ant person. But I don't know if that's what that's depicting or not, but pretty close to it. I've seen one ant person megalith. I can't wait. I'm, I got a tablet my boy's going to hook me up with. I can't wait. This freaking big ass, lug ass computer, man. It's too big. It's cool and everything, but I wish it would fold the tablet for him, you know? The Kilomot R. Constellation Crew. Near Gakru. It's a very hard race to track down or spot. Both the USA and the Russian military have developed a special camera and radar system that allows them to spot them when they are here on Earth. But even then, they only have been sighted eight times. The purpose of their presence unknown when they are sighted is usually in the area known as the Bermuda Triangle. This one was the one that I thought was that being that they captured a picture of in space. He goofy looking. You can't even tell what he is. But he looks like, you know, half there. He's like almost like a hologram. Like he's not physically here. But he's the here, you know. Hold on. Go, go, go. Okay. Yeah, they got some ugly ones, y'all. <coughs> El Manok. I thought that was like Montauk at first, but it sound, it's almost spelled exactly the same, just without the T. They came from the constellation Gruss near the star, da-da-da. They are one of the most peaceful races. They co-created the alliance of the five races, the Council of Five, but are not part of it. The Council of Five are a group of five alien races that protect humans against less peaceful races. They coined the sentence, five universes, 2,500 species, one race. The Council is supposed to meet on Earth during the last 10 days of August of 2013, the reason being the fact that the Earth has been receiving too many visits from new races in the past 500 years. Weird. Last sighting on Earth near the Sea of Cortez, September 02. Then you, this is the gigantic. This is a weird looking one, man. That's creepy. That's creepy. Ugly. And that's the one I just read about, the peaceful one. Weird, weird. Maintain sporadic contacts with three Earth governments, but not the most powerful ones. Not USA, Russia, or China. Considered to have a violent nature by other races. They have been visiting Earth for 3,000 years. They came from the constellation Horologium and are known to have allies with the race Matre. Last sighting, Houston. Jifalk. They come from constellation Indus. They are known by other races as peacemakers. They are very advanced technologically. Their first sighting on Earth dates back 1500 BC. They met with JFK three weeks before he was killed. That's weird. These ones met with JFK three weeks before he was killed. They have also, around the same time, met with other human world leaders. They have not been seen on Earth since JFK's death. 
Could they, these be the Project Servos? I don't know. In 1965, they gave a message to the humans leaders that ran countries with nuclear capability, content unknown. They were the ones that tried to warn us to get rid of nukes. Huh. Could be one of your old face beings, too. Shisha. That guy. That guy. Met with JFK three times before he got took out. No kidding. Maybe he was actually thinking about laying down the nudes. Could be it too. Dorsey, they grow to a maximum height of one foot six inches. <laughs> they have visited Earth at least 250 times. They come from Cassiopeia where they have two home planets. They eat other alien races as well as humans. Nice. Their race is at least 4 billion years old, and they have been in a constant state of war with another alien species for 2 billion years. Last sighting, November 2001, the Italian Alps. Eat people. Ah, I'm sure some of them do. Okay, it gets to the matre. They are ugly. So Miguel, they thought to be a very peaceful race. They look like turtles. They have two permanent bases in South America. They are 100% nocturnal. Do not interact with humans and are described by other aliens as shy. They harvest insects and rodents by the many thousands on a monthly basis. Reason unknown. At least three of them have been under Brazilian military custody for the past 12 years. Last sighting near. Last laced in sextons, one of their ships crashed outside of Varginha. Brazil in 96 two of its occupants are still under US custody after having been paid billions of dollars to the Brazilian two of its occupants are under USA custody after having been having paid billions of dollars to the Brazilian government nice they have the fastest ships of any known alien race cool last sighting February 2002 near Virginia that's why we paid billions for them that kind of makes me feel good that kind of makes me feel good right yeah, for entertainment... Well, it is. This is a verified document, guys. I don't know. This, this is a verified document, necessarily. It's just... You know how many of these you can find online? You can find so many different uh, accounts of alien races that uh, people have put together. Um, this is a great story and all, but yeah, it's for entertainment purposes only. Could it be true? Sure. But could it not? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely could not be true. Um... Just got to remember that. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tiny Miller. I'm pixelated? Why? That's weird. Hmm. Who's full of haters? Uh, I guess I could share the link with you guys so you could get it on yourself. <laughs> if you want actual knowledge, go to Robert Sepper's page. So much better than this stoner. Arcturian race. 
or night because you can't see them until the stars. What's the best platform to be streaming on? Sorry, guys. I just kind of want to interact with you guys a little bit, too. New Gifter, thank you. I'm telling you, what's the stamp on them Jones? People are so in denial. What up, Mr. Dre? Good to see you, buddy. Change that light bulb, man. What light bulb? What light bulb, my guy? Is it flickering? CIA. Who are you, Remy78? What light bulb, bro? Is it flickering for real? You see a light bulb flickering? You guys asked me to change light bulbs. Which one? I've been noticing one person up here in my uh, my Facebook live. This dude up here keeps flickering. This is actual picture flickering though. Is that screenshots? Or is that likes? I don't know. That's weird. I, I was I noticing that earlier. What are you talking about, Remy? What are you talking about, bro? Third one in the fan. Okay. Oh, the one that's out, bro? God dang, y'all. <laughs> I thought it was flickering or something. Well, yeah, I don't care about that. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I'll change it, but. Okay, so it's do not flicker. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I figured it's flicker and being annoying. It's just out. Like, Tommy Truthful, TV, or Murder by Numbers, or Pole Shift. He has so many different platforms. What up, though? Laugh out loud, Chris Reed. Mark Wilson, what's good? Yeah, dude, my light's good. TikTokers over here. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Anything you found on Blue Ridge Mountains? Ooh. What vat on the roof? <laughs> yeah. Probably. Probably. Andre Jefferson, hit me up. YouTube label, Alien Races KGB book. The Brill Society is still real if you want answers. Research the Brill Society. Probably watching through the phone cameras. And if you got the vaccine, they got a tracker in you. Why do you think there's metal in it? Okay, I don't know. I don't have a tracker. Probably watching through the phone cameras. I try not to read stuff like that. JFK didn't die, but this will come out soon. JFK Jr. is your vice president. Oh, my God. People, people. <laughs> Y'all are on some wild tips. 
Yeah, it's good to see you. Is that Suzanne? Good to see you, girl. You just saw a big silver ship thing in the sky? Yeah, actually, I was kind of worried about that. Uh, that actually, I was kind of worried about it, um, just because you know how TikTok be with that type of stuff. She asked about my. It's a replica. It's not even like super real. Yeah, Dolores Kane. I haven't read any of your books, but no, I haven't. But I like her word. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. This guy probably drunk me. I leave one uh, I leave one light bulb unscrewed anyway. I don't like it that bright. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I've never actually physically seen an alien, no. I've I've uh I've had sleep paralysis and felt like I seen the gray type around me once when I was a kid, one time. Cuz I would get sleep paralysis a lot. Alright, cool. Alright, Mike Lutz, what's up? Hey, cool, man. Vril Society, yeah, I'll check out Vril Society. But Vril is just black goo, you guys. That's all it is. Vril Energies is black goo. What, what book are you reading from? Seen one? Yeah, I've never seen an alien, no. That'd be crazy, though. I'd love to. There was a time when I first started sharing my content that um, I, I stayed in my, I had a fifth wheel, like a 37 foot fifth wheel out back and we had an acre and then on the way back we had like a big old willow tree. I mean the biggest willow tree I, I've ever seen to date and then a beech nut over here, like our, our lot was just big trees, maple, you know, you name it. Um, you know, there were times where I would, like, I was actually worried about the content I was sharing. Um, and, you know, you'd hear things in the trees, you know. I consistently did. One time, you know, supposedly, right, I had, at one point in time, I had a great alien, or not a great alien, but a, a great owl that would regularly show up. And I swear to God, dude, I'd be posting something controversial and that sucker would go, hoo, hoo, you know. So I'm like psyching myself out because supposedly gray aliens can shapeshift into gray owls. If you didn't know that, that's something I read, but uh, I don't know. I doubt it. I think it's because we just had a lot of rabbits out in our yard, most likely. But you never know because it was weird timing. It was like I was about ready. This time I was posting stuff at like Vatican type stuff, which I stay away from Vatican now. Um, and I don't really, I don't really mess with Illuminati either, just because. Why do some of them blink? It must be your liking. Is it liking when you like it blinks? Must be. That's got to be it. Um, on Facebook. Only for entertainment purposes. They drove me crazy. 
Donna Marshall was right about a lot. Okay. How many small races are there? Quite a few. <laughs> yeah, I always get them every night. I always get the haters. It's all good in the hood. Show us longer. It's not focused. Okay, I'll try. Okay, I'm going to get back to this though. People are asking me. I'm going to get back to this, guys. You did seem pretty intrigued by it. Interested anyway. It gets, there, there's, here soon, there's, a, there's like, they throw in some different type of content too, not just constantly listing the alien, different types of alien races. They throw in other type of content that makes it kind of, it breaks up the monotony of just lists of aliens, right? So, there should be one coming up soon. So, these are the Maitre, I, would, I should have Google, uh, or I should have YouTube the pronunciation, M-A-I. T-R-E, Maitre, Maitre. They have two home planets in the constellation Megapol. Or Megapi. Megapi. They have the same average height as humans and are considered by many other alien races as parasites. Visited Earth for the first time during the prehistoric period date unknown. Abduction of humans is carried out openly. They have the goal of colonizing Earth. They have... That, that has not happened because of the protection from other alien races such as the ones in the Council of Five. They are hermaphrodites, and their lifespan is 120 years. They have colonized at least 26 planets. They have abducted at least 5,000 human males. Ooh, shit. They have visited Earth at least 200 times. Last sighting, September 2006, Nome, Alaska. I always had, you know, I always... I'm always just like ready to defend what I can. Probably their tech is way so so far advanced that average just mere ammo or bullets is not going to work. But I'm at least going to have something. So the the this is what they look like, and then the the Dries 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 D R I E S. Weird names. Height is around eight feet. They have a very complex structure of their skull. Visited Earth at least 20 times. They carry out human abductions, which they use them for reproduction. Weird. They use them for reproduction. They abducted at least 520 humans, females and males. They come from the third star in the constellation Cetus. They have two home planets and have colonized at least 40 planets with the help of slaves. Ten of those planets were taken with the use of force. They were together with three other races. They mostly eat animal protein-derived products. According to alien, alien reports, they are not mentally slash spiritually prepared to interact with most other races. Their two home planets' chemical composition is similar to Earth. They are supposed to reveal themselves to humans in 2022. February 22nd, 2022? Maybe? I'll show them to you. I swear I've seen these in Star Wars. This guy. He's got them little tentacles. The little whisker like tentacles coming out there. Hold on. I need a tablet, dude. I can't wait to get my tablet. Anya Tawithe. 
Uh, maybe one day, one of these days, I'll accept one of those. She don't know what I'm talking about, though. She's probably just trying to do that stupid little. Um, I ain't going off my content. I don't care if she is good looking. All right, and there's your mod trays, and then the other one. Twenty point two. The blue ones are coming for us. Kind of spooky. Well, I just had some deja vu. Okay. All right, the Anunnaki are coming up. This is where it's getting interesting. After these, after these four aliens, the Anunnaki, and then it gets in a little more interesting. Okay, so these are the Lang, small species growing only up to seventy meters, two feet. They come from the sixth star constellation in the Coma Brent. Berenices. They have three home planets, maybe four, and have colonized ten. They were on the first races to. They were one of the first races to visit Earth. Visit Earth. They were the race that started the stories about fairies. Two alien races claim that they have been. They have abducted over ten million humans throughout history. That number is highly disputed by two other races. They state that the number is much lower, and one race even made a statement to a Russian president saying that the race Lang has never abducted a single human. Last sighting, New Zealand, 2006. A group of 20 of them. Little people. Smod. There's your triangle pyramids, guys. Smod. Triangle pyramids. And those are little people. Belang. Alright, what's the sale? They come from the planet Spock. Constellation... Battery. Their ships have a conical shape. They resemble humans in appearance. According to one alien race, they only have six ships left. They colonized 20 planets. 18 of them were inhabited. They first visited 2,500 years ago and are very interested in our religious beliefs. They are a race in decline, weakening, according to other races. Huh. Tangri Tangri. They come from planet Tangri Galactic Sector 56 star system F1342. They live underground and have a population of 10 million. Gah, creepy looking. First visitor 10,000 years ago, they do not need an atmosphere or water to survive. They have one ship that can accommodate 5 million of their kind. They have had contact with human governments throughout history. Last known sighting, Buenos Aires, Argentina in 2003. Then you have the Grizzly. Weird. Their height averages the same as that of humans, and they are covered in a soft, silky hair. Ugh. They have two home planets in the Virgo star system. They have visited Earth at least 12 times. Their first visit happened during the era dynasties of Egypt's pharaohs around 3,000 years ago. They spent 10 uninterrupted years there during that time. The Djoser Pyramid was built in their honor. They have been keeping a close look at human development for the past 200 years, knowing that some powerful humans can and are, so check this out, they have kept a close eye on knowing that some powerful humans can and are being misled by some alien races, disguised as humans. Only six of them travel each time in their ships. Shit. What help are they? No. What the help are they? Solipsy Rai, FM, there you go. Anunnaki. They spell it different too. They spell it A N U N 
A-K-E-N-E, Anunnakin, A-K-A, Anunnaki, Anunnakin, interesting, that's Russian, um, shoot, I was going to show you guys the link, if you wanted, that way you could follow along, here, that kind of makes sense, really. Let me have to flip my camera or whatever on. Hold up here, guys. I'll, I'll comment the link here. <laughs> he said, my bro saw a xenomorph, red alien walk through a wall. He burnt the house down afterwards. to your constant uploading to Instagram. I love watching your short stories and you seem to slow down. Well, Instagram I kind of did slow down on because they, they were just disrespectful. I, I don't care. I don't need them, you know? I like to let them know that I'll bail. They kicked me off of Instagram TV. That was like my main hub of getting followers. It's weak. And you know, the funny thing is, is I did the same thing to TikTok. You guys know, I was kind of like kind of bitching a little bit about TikTok, which I'm good now. But guess what? I just clicked on TikTok Creator Fund and they let me get back into the Creator Fund. When I know about two weeks ago, I couldn't get into it, even if I tried. So, you know, it's kind of like, you, you know. You got to give them, you know, I mean, they see me getting monetized on you and they see me getting bigger. They're not going to probably hopefully ban me. You know what I mean? Sometimes when you get a little, dude, they had me under the thumb for so long. Bagging them. I bagged, I bagged them all the time, dude, when they banned my accounts. Like freaking pathetic. But How you doing, bro? I'm on my way to Alienware Computer to be one with my maker. Nice. Ha <laughs> ha. It's because your info, yeah. Okay, so let me see here. I'll say something. Let me type. Um, but yeah, no, I started posting on. I started posting on Instagram again. I did because they actually monetized me on a little, a little tip. They won't. They still aren't paying me for reels, which is irritating. But um, now I can get my lives and get money. Unlike Facebook, I can't give no donations in their live, which kind of stinks, you know. But, because actually they got a good, my Facebook has good numbers. I imagine they'd probably get decent donations. El Calameo. The more monetizing on anything, the better, you know? Truly, um, thank you, Jonathan. Appreciate you. Truly, dude, YouTube, man, they're awesome. I love YouTube, man. I love YouTube. I I drop every platform for YouTube on a, on a spot if it had to be a choice, and that's simply because well they're they're set up nice too, but they treat their creators well. And it's like I can't imagine their the the money that people make or that like and I just started. You know that I'm that I'm doing okay. At it's like 
they obviously are still making good enough money. Like, my cut probably is, like, way less than 20%. You know what I'm saying? So, tick, you know, you can't tell me, you know, Facebook couldn't be hooking it up a little more. And TikTok couldn't. Because YouTube hooks it up. For BB. They're America, baby. You know what I mean? Four B B O C four one E three F Hopefully it goes, dude. Try that for the I just commented it. Thank you, Trisha Coates. You're awesome. Can't hear anything? Wait, what? Am I still muted? I can hear you, Seth. Warning. You guys can hear me, right? Cool. Can you hear me now? Good. Yeah, I got the mic over here, too. No, mine ain't. Yours is, my guy. <laughs> Everybody else can hear me. You know? <laughs> it's shit my thought. Hold up. Alright, so we're, we're to the Anunnaki, y'all. I like the Anunnaki. That's G. I like that. It sounds more authentic. It really does. It sounds more authentic. Shh. Gonna take a quick break here. Ooh. Just lighting the old heater, you know. It's cold in the basement. <clears throat> Only just one, just one. That's all you need. <coughs> Keep it within reason, you know? <coughs> okay. They come from the planet Nibiru. And um, this account of the Anunnaki is a little different than what I had in mind. I was, I mean... They <clears throat> they don't say whether or not they're necessarily reptilian or, or draconian or they have eagle heads and, and wings, you know. Um, just see what you guys pick up from it, right? They come from the planet Nibiru. <clears throat> Their planet is part of the same solar system as Earth, but with a much longer orbit. 
It comes closer to the sun every 4,000 years and not every 3,500 as most commonly accepted. They resemble humans but are higher, 8 feet, and more muscular. <coughs> See, that that's where I'm, I'm torn on that, you know. Um, when they first visited Earth, there were already other races established here, some malevolent and with supernatural powers. The Anunnaki defeated them and became the most powerful race on Earth. <coughs> they genetically engineered the most intelligent, non-alien beings on Earth, us at the time, not much more than smart primates, in order to have a race of slaves at their disposal. At the same time, Samael and Lilith were the Anunnaki king and queen. So Lilith, right? I know we've talked about her. And Samael. Samael. Samael is one of the fallen, right? If I'm not, uh, if I'm correct, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Samael, Samizel, Samizel. Probably could maybe be a correlation there. I don't know. They were not aware of the presence of reptilians on Earth, okay? They only cooperate with one other race, the Zeta Reticuli, not to be confused with the Solipsi a.k.a. Greys. Eventually, they left Earth, unknown reasons, but before they left, they created a subspecies of Zeta. This species eventually became rulers of Egypt, pharaohs, until the reptilians infiltrated them as temple priests and ended their reign. <coughs> they gave birth to the legends about giants. They will return one day, as it promised by themselves. However, the date of their return is still a mystery. They do know all that is happening on Earth as well as in other planets where they had influence and or still have. The proximity of planet Nibiru does cause cosmic instability and weather-related repercussions in all planets of our solar system, but does not cause the amount of destruction that is usually accepted and believed. How far they are is still a mystery. Interesting. <coughs> so what do you guys think? Do you believe that, that the Anunnaki are like us? Do you believe they're actually humanoid, like humans? Just more, they're eight foot tall and just yoked? I always just had, I had not, I mean, and that's what I believed at first. But see, like, to me, to me, the picture they show here, let me show you here. To me, this was the Igigi in the Sumerian tablets, not the Anunnaki. The Anunnaki were always depicted as having eagle heads or draconian heads, reptilian heads. To me, that was the Igigi, and they became the Lemurians. I feel, I always felt that the Lemurians were more like us, maybe taller and more muscular, just more advanced. <coughs> a more developed human race, just been around longer. Um, stuff like that. I don't know. It's hard to tell. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's hard to tell. It's all speculation until you, you know, run into one, I guess, right? <coughs> They have advanced text so they can fool us, or at least the majority. <coughs> the um, picture, you guys want to see it a little closer? Those are always on the Sumerian tablets. 
They were usually with like the eagle-headed beings. They usually weren't holding the bag, which I actually got it. Uh, I'm going to do a video on that. I found an article on what the representation of the bag meant. <coughs> okay, the Afim. They come from the constellation Lyra. They call themselves Afim Spiance. Because of a war, they had, they had fought against a race called Spiance. 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 Race had 12 more, times more members and 35 times more ships and resources than the Afim. But the Afim won in the end. Nice. So they added their name to their name, to their own name, as a warning to other races. They are smaller than humans in stature, and their skin is covered with blue spots, darker for males and lighter in females. Their planet is called Crimea <coughs> I Petri. Technologically, they are extremely developed. They can travel from their planet to Earth in 20 Earth minutes. Nice. They do not need oxygen. They do have an atmosphere, but it is composed mainly of a hydrogen-mixed environment. They have colonized 10 planets in a non-violent way. When they are close to humans, they can become invisible, but humans, when around them, will feel a certain amount of unexplained anxiety. Their ships are small and spherical in shape. One of the reasons they visit us is to study what they call human deviation in order to determine the development of the human race. Deviation, right? You're deviating. Sorry for the whistle. Deviating from what? The good, the righteous, the spirit, probably, or something. That's kind of my guess. <coughs> we're, we're, we're gravitating away, you know. Um, and th dude, they'll explain all of this. Serious. They'll explain all the... Uh, confusion with religion um they'll say it's not our fault it's just the way things have been presented to the masses um which i thought that's pretty interesting uh but they said that there is other races or other species basically that have been through the same trials and tribulations been misguided um you know pushed down the wrong path or in the wrong direction uh but they would come back. Like, dude, the, <laughs> the way they made it say sounds like, um, what they say they made it sound like, mom, what the hell? You scared me. <clears throat> I know, I know. <clears throat> One dab hit. One. I'm like coughing like a bitch. She brings me a water. She snuck up on me. Are alien implants a real thing? Oh, yeah. Giant skeleton in Thailand? No. Oh, there are a lot of them are. A lot of them are. I know. I knew I was going to get some laughs out of that. It's actually lagging a long ways. Sneaky, I'm telling you. I can usually hear the stairs creak. Because the basement stairs creak. I think she does it on purpose. I think she'd be sneaking down here like that on purpose. Trying to, you know, mess with me. She fucks with me a little bit. 
Yeah, dude, yes. That's absolutely true right there, bro. That one doctor, um, you can actually go in, and I watched it on the, uh, it was the Discovery Channel, something like that, or no, um, History Channel. It was the Ancient Aliens, right? This native guy said he was out hunting on a snowmobile. He fell off a snowmobile. As he went to get up, he said he could feel something like pinch the back of his leg. And he'd get home, um, and he'd check it out, and there was just like this little puncture wound. And then, all of a sudden, he started seeing lights and stuff outside through his windows. Like, bright lights, like, illuminating his whole house, you know what I mean? Uh, and he ended up passing out, which I think he got abducted. But he ended up passing out and then just waking up the next morning, like always, you know, they, that's the rule. They have to bring you back, and they can't. They can't keep you. Now, some of them obviously do. Some of them don't abide to the rules. But certain gray aliens, they'll bring you back and make sure you're in bed by morning. And hardly will know what happened. <coughs> um, so, yeah. He ended up going to the doctor. And he ended up uh, basically getting x-rays and having this doctor remove it. It was like, you guys, it's, it's almost like they look like a little piece of meteorite. There's no uniformity to them. They're not a chip. They're like almost as if they're just a, a little piece of like metal or something that they can tap into and, and or the energy somehow absorbs information, crystalline, something like that maybe. Um, but they're always odd shaped. There's no consistency. And they look like a little piece of meteorite. And, and basically he had the doctor x-ray and then he surgically removed it. And... He used a radioactive frequency meter or whatever, um, and he would check normal, and it would be big and normal, and as soon as he went over that little chip, uh, the numbers would spike. Not like crazy, but significant enough to where it was obviously a radioactive anomaly, right? Um, so, yeah, like, they definitely do implants, and I don't know why or what they're doing, if it's tracking. I think they're... I think that they're probably advanced, they're advanced enough. They're going to track everything. Your vitals. Uh, they could probably hear you. I mean, I don't know. Definitely got you pinged for location. Um, I, I could see removing it. I would want one. If I thought I had one, I'd want it removed. No question. If it was shallow enough, I'd, I'd cut the damn thing out myself. I ain't kidding. If I could feel it. Oh, yeah. Deal's definitely struck. All right, dude, that's what's weird. Wait till you hear this shit uh, coming up, you guys. All the um, all the presidents and, and high-ranking officials, like, all over the world, all of them have been approached by this last alien... I don't know which... I'll be curious to... I can't remember which alien faction, but basically, towards the end, there's an alien faction that just, like, scolds the human race and tells us everything we're doing wrong and why, and then he gives a list. These are all, and see, that's the problem right there, though, and I thought about that last night, too. Well, how are you going to be mad at the, how are you going to be mad at the race as a whole when you're, you're telling the only, you're telling only a small minority of people 
that my majority of people, a small majority, like there, there's six of them. You know what I mean? There's six. They did three leaders, religious leaders over here, then three over here, then they did three presidents, three presidents. You know what I mean? That's a small sample of people. You're not getting the opinion of the whole at all. It's all just the elite or the people in power that are supposed to represent us, but they obviously aren't um, to the extent we should probably be. At the end of the day, don't hold it against us all. You, you all need to, maybe it'll have to be a mass thing, like maybe, did you guys ever see the, uh, the Brillion interruption? This is Brillion from the Galactic Command. He interrupts uh, a British news network, taps into the frequency, and you can kind of see him in the background, but he gives this long speech. Mankind is heading down the same path we've seen before. All this stuff with the nukes and um, all that stuff. So, yeah, with the nukes, they basically... Uh, they've approached us many times, you know, and that's what I can't stand uh, when Admiral Byrd, you know, went down to the uh, Antarctica, when he went down to Middle Earth in Antarctica, um, talked to the master, right? He talked to the master, and the master said the same thing. We have approached your leaders and asked them to lay down the nukes for exchange in tech. And they won't lay down the nukes. I just don't understand that move. Um, how, how do you how do you pass up their tech? Because you know, at the end of the day, right? They may be all love and light and inherently good beings, but they have the best defensive military equipment, technology, all that. Um, they got the best defense technology possible. I guarantee. Like, they're running the, they, they do have a uh, Wakanda force field, a Wakanda-like force field. They really have that, 100%, I guarantee it. I mean, that's, could only say 100%, it's not obviously 100%, but, like, I'm, I'm very certain because the Romania, all, all the mountains of Romania, the Busegi Mountain Secrets, uh, the underground tunnels, they were all being blocked by, por- by force fields. Shields, dome-shaped shields. So, I mean, we're passing up tech that could essentially, you know, prevent any attacks from even happening to your country. That's what Tesla's idea was with the Tesla uh, Teleforce Ray, the direct energy weapon. That's what tele- that's what Tesla wanted to do with that. He was going to put a tower in every country in the world, if that's what it took. But basically... It would equal the playing field so nobody had the advantage over anybody. And at that point, you have world peace. But there's no money in that, right? No. That, that's how bad it is, though, for real. That's, that's facts. That, and that's the shit the aliens are like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? That's the shit the aliens are like. The ones that want us to succeed, the, the, the Council of Five, they're like, really? You guys? Can't find any more unity than that. Put paper before everything. I mean, seriously. I don't know, man. We got a lot of changing to do. Hopefully, a lot happens when the frequency changes of the Earth. Basically, it'll tell you at the end. There's, 
you know, and I told you guys this yesterday, there's two, there's two ways you're golden, you know, that you, basically, and there's two things that the universe wants out of us, you know, to, to recognize the source energy and, and love thy neighbor more than thyself, or at least as much as thyself, and not, you know, like nowadays, that, it just, it don't, it don't exist, it's, but it's tough, it's tough too because, you know, the way, like they say, that the way they instill society, the way they set things up, um, the money makes hierarchy, uh, it, it breaks up not just economic class, but social class, um, race, and then you're getting that involved too, um, and yeah, I mean, dude, they, they did say this, that uh, our structure and our society and our chances like what they did to swerve us or against us to throw us off our square we've seen some of the worst of all the the species of uh et or whatever you want to call them for us has kind of turned against us in a way and just all that stuff you know because there's there's something to be said and i'm not saying this i'm not saying this as a religious person but i see more discrediting of anything that happened in the bible than I have ever seen in my existence. I'm, I'm only 34, but uh, in school, kids didn't do that when I was in school. That I mean, people would say stuff, you know, but I don't know. It wasn't like it was, and it wasn't like we like worship the Bible, but hoax. I mean, like just people just think it's total malarkey. I mean, um, and I, I've never seen, and they are not scared to say so. You know, and maybe it was the way it was written, but that's another thing that we haven't seen our our people. If you want to talk on that tip, uh, the actual potentials uh, of energy and the way they use it, and yeah, there's a lot more to it. And I think that if so, obviously, if everything was just just rainbows and unicorns, you know working for life and, and, and making sure that it's easy for us, you know, they'd set you up meditating when you're a kid right out the womb, um, they'd teach you about all the truths of the society, you know, giants and all the, the you know, lay it right on a silver platter for you, then it would be easy, right, but it's, that's not the idea, they don't want it to be necessarily super easy, you got to prove yourself, like basically if we come out of this and, and come out of it on top as our run, because uh, they said this, uh, they certain factions don't want uh, population to get over eight billion. Eight billion. That's certain factions said that they don't want that happening. Um, I don't know. That's just probably from Mother Earth, is what I'm thinking. If you're thinking on that tip, yeah, the last Airbender, shit like that. Yeah, absolutely, dude. It's possible, and. Uh, they're also they also said this. This was cool. I thought, and I'll um, I'll go ahead and read it. Sometimes it just gets monotonous reading. I feel like I'm it's boring or something. You know what I mean? Like that conversation. But it, there's good content here. It's great content. I want to get to one of those stories. But yeah, last Airbender stuff like that. If they would have, and I've said that before, but now looking back. Yeah, some of the stuff they say, man, uh, they did say this. That's what I was going to say. Uh, they did say that 
uh, we are some. They said that when when tapped in to the spirit world, Mother Earth, when when at peace in the the pineal and everything, when tapped in, we are one of the most powerful. When tapped in, right? But we're not even close. But supposedly only five percent of the population has to be, and then it trickle down effect. The hundred monkey theory of consciousness. You know, is, is this all true, guys? I mean, I don't know. I like to think it is. I do. I do. But I, it's. I can't verify it. You know, people. People get mad at like, dude. I people get like mad about my views almost. You know. Um, because I swerve towards believing them. I believe quicker than I don't, just because, <laughs> mostly because of what I know, but, but, and what we share every day on these lives, guys, you guys know too. I mean, a lot of you guys are probably a little bit the same way, you know, swerve towards, well, you don't discount anything. I don't. How can you? Truth is stranger than fiction, man. They do have a powerful weapon that keeps some neighboring violent races away. Okay, so the Slopsy Rye. Another gray-looking, big-headed, black-eyed, buggy-eyed uh, E.T. Peaceful and harmonious race. They're one main leader. They have one main lead. Excuse me. Main leader, and his name is Yamartin. Their civilization is 2 billion years old. Once they're at the same level of development as ourselves... That's crazy. And dude, you guys, bro. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't mean physically, too. Because, I'll keep this body. Dang. Humans are a lot prettier than that. You know? I hope we know how to... I'll stay right here if we gotta turn into that thing. For real, for real, though. <laughs> Solipsy Rye. Peaceful, peaceful beings. Okay, hold on here. Back it. Mind see here a little bit. Okay. The Pahiti. Pahiti. This race was very influential in some South and Central American cultures. At one time, they had over 2,000 members living amongst the humans in those regions. Okay, this is actually a good reference to... Who I'm pretty sure having to do with the Giants. Okay? So, at one, at one time they had over 2,000 members living amongst the humans in those regions until one day when most of them left, leaving behind only 25 of their own, which is odd. Where'd they go? Probably Middle Earth or Inner Earth. And then it said, leaving 25 of their own, the humans then killed them. They have not returned to Earth since that incident. They were known to be very tall. Some reports from one alien race say that some of them were as tall as 4 meters or 13 feet. The reasons why the local humans killed the 25 is unknown. That's weird, right? Weird. So they killed off the last 25 giants on Earth. Hmm. Makes you wonder if they were the Hyperboreans. Maybe. 
the Hyperboreans possibly. Or yeah, it could have been just regular, you know, well, the Lemurians and Lanteans, they were only said to be 7 to 10 feet, not very much taller than that. But maybe. That's weird. Or wait, maybe the remnants of the Fallen? The last few giants of the Fallen? Kill them off. Huh, interesting. Tycut. Tycoot. This race was created by the race Maitre. Maitre. I got I to gotta do some uh, YouTube and so I can pronounce these damn things right. I know I'm not pronouncing right. In order to be used as slaves, and this is still what they serve for. So basically they were created for slavery by the worst gray alien faction. They can live forever as they are not organic. However, the raw materials that the Maitre need to build one are very rare. So there are not many of them. Estimation less than 300. Weird. Weird, weird. Hold on. Am I not on? I'm not on. Am I on here, guys? Can you hear me, guys? Yeah, I'm good. I'm on YouTube. My bad, guys. Yeah, yeah. He's just the source energy, bro. He's the source energy. The Tanzani. These are a weird one. I don't know what the heck these things are. That must be his head and his mouth. Here, I gotta show you guys this one. What in the world? Look at that one. See his mouth right there? That's his mouth, I think. See that thing? It's got like fins, like a starfish head. That's weird. Starfish head. See his mouth right here, guys? Hold on, I kind of got to point it out so you can kind of get a perspective. That's his mouth right there. Look at, see his eyes? And then he's got this starfish head. Look at that, weird. Look, I thought it was a shark head at first. Huh. You almost look like Kirby Dreamland or something. See that cat? Mouth right there. Eyes. Then little fin, kicker fins up. It's like a stingray head. Kind of what it looks like. So weird. Tanzany. And then you got... Hold on here. Wait, what does it say about them? Did I read that? Nope. They come from constellation Perseus, near the star Gorgonia Secunda. They have caused thousands, maybe millions of deaths on Earth and other planets, as one of their interests are the study. And oh, one of their interests or area of study. Other planets is how the races react. See, that's messed up. Listen to this again. I want to say it correctly. They have caused thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands or millions of deaths on Earth and other planets as one of their interests or area of study is how other races react to tragedies and cataclysms. Tragedies and cataclysms. They scientifically study that. That's twisted, right? One alien... 
race reported that they, the Tanzanian, caused both the crashing of the Hindenburg as well as the sinking of the Titanic. Weird. Interesting. That's wild. The sinking of the Titanic. Huh. They can live up to 500 years and are around 1.7 meters tall. They are avoided by other alien races. Avoided. Nasty little buggers. January 1999, New York State, last sighting. The Eric. Okay, like another. They look like a rake. They come from the constellation Ophici. Ophiuchus. Ophiuchus. Near the Yed Prior, considered by other races as peaceful. Purpose of their visits unknown. They never stay too long on Earth and they do not interact with humans or aliens there. Or here, they mostly use Earth as a stop to quickly gather something they may need before they leave to their real destination. They are mostly nocturnal. Their ships emit a bright orange light and are, most of them not all, octagonal shaped. Last spotted in London, England. They're the rakes. I've seen those on uh, caught on camera. Just eyes in the mouth. Yeah, or, or you guys, I should have attached a link to my description for my direct me, Lori. Or if you look on his Instagram, I got their other cash apps posted there. Yeah, it's one thing. I don't know. Does YouTube? I guess I should check that out. Because I don't know really that I have my, anywhere to really post my cash app and stuff while on YouTube. Huh. I want that. Usually I have this tied to the iPhone. Never had any issues. There we go. Oops. There it goes. Cool. Alright, good to go. No more lagging over there. Alright. Okay, hold on here. I started reading these fast last night. What page am I on? 31. Yeah, see what I mean? I want to find a couple of the stories here. I should have marked the pages down. Jose Reticuli. They're allies of the Anunnaki and cooperate with them in different planets. They are the representatives of the Akinaki on Earth. Okay. That's the Zeta Reticuli. Reptilians. I gotta read about them. I gotta read about the reptilians. They they have the most ridiculous pictures for them though. They were the crap. Constellation, they were a respectful race. Okay. Yeah, I didn't skip them. Okay, so reptilians. The most known and feared of the reptoid species, there are three. They have been permanently on Earth for over 15,000 years. Confirmed. But the belief is that they may have been here permanently or on and off for millions of years. They came from Constellation Draco. 
They have a presence in thousands of planets and have at least colonized 500 by means of infiltration within the leadership of each planet. Some, not all, of their members have the power to shapeshift, as well as they have telepathic abilities. On Earth, they did not need to infiltrate human leadership all the time as they often lived side by side with humans, most of us unaware, and lived our evolution, all aspects of it. They are considered one of the most technologically advanced species, but they prefer to work in the shadows, using that as an advantage for their progress or plans and agenda. They can travel interdimensionally. Most races can't, and some of their high-ranking members also have the power to become invis. To have the power, a reptilian must first be accepted into what they call the Draco, an elite group of reptilians. The reptilians from the Draco are infiltrated or even were co-founders of the Illuma. They have three main bases on Earth near the Bermuda Triangle, somewhere off the coast of Denmark and off the coast of New Zealand. Some say they will never leave, at least on their own. Gnarly. Gnarly. Hmm. Okay. This is a weird one, too. The Negumak. First known visit to Earth in 1989, they abduct humans and exercise control of the, over the minds of their captives, which they use for their own benefit after the captives release reason unknown this race was the inspiration okay never mind i was wrong about the initial this race was the inspiration for the alien race in the movie independence day they are one of the oldest races they're one of the races that most human governments fear when considering the future of humans hmm it almost looks like a like a Chinese like dragon or something. I don't know. In a parade or something they'd see. It reminds me of Chinese parade like thingy. Float. Weird looking, isn't it? Alright. Let me see. I wanted to get to one more good story. I'll read the Zeta Reticuli. I'll read about them. They talk about crossbreeding. Okay, so often confused because of their appearance with the races Maitre and Solipsy, the Greys, they come from Constellation Nets. Their allies of the Anunnaki cooperate with them in different planets. They are the representatives of the Anunnaki on Earth and send them information about humans and this planet at least 25 times a year. The Anunnaki created a subspecies of the Zeta with the purpose of making them look more human-like but leaving enough physical differences for humans to distinguish them. They become sort of, they became some of the pharaohs of Egypt with the elongated skulls. Right? Wild. Most well-known was Akhenaten, who was removed from coal power by reptilians. They infiltrated themselves in the court as temple priests. Damn. I, that's wild. I don't remember reading this. First reports of Zetas on Earth go back to 4,000 after death, but that number is most likely much higher. They were the first hybrids to be engineered by the Anunnaki. 
the Zeta subspecies still exists on Earth and still at least 30% pres present the same present the same physical differences created in them. The sexual organs of the subspecies are in every aspect the same as that of humans. Wow. Weird. That's wild. The shell's picture of them on here. Elongated skull. Well, Paracas, uh, Peru, they find them elongated skulls. Zeta still exist on Earth in both forms, the original and the hybrid subspecies. Yeah, man, they got so many different aliens, y'all. Huh. Elena, a.k.a. the elves. Supposedly, this is the race that started the myth of the elves. They are sighted often in Germany, Germanic countries, deep in the forest. They are not known to be lethal to humans. However, they are known about as being pranksters. It seems they enjoy scaring humans when they get too close. It has been reported that they have lured humans away from their cars in order to steal their possessions. Once the humans are far away from their vehicles, and they, have, they already have stolen what they wanted, they frighten them, which makes humans leave the location. Little people. Okay, so this gets interesting. The Matre have been involved in several tragedies throughout human history. Some of the worst plagues were inflicted by them, with the knowledge and agreement of the reptilians, who want the human population to never go over 8 billion. This is just hypotheticals, guys. This is just hypotheticals. See, I'd probably read this on I, I, um, TikTok scares me the most. TikTok definitely scares me for the I probably can't, probably can't touch on this stuff, to be honest. It's getting a little sensitive. Council of Five last met on Earth in 1944. Wow. Note of Pedro and myself. We found a handwritten note on the ABR dated July 2005 stating that the Council of Five is going to meet on Earth during the last 10 days of August of 2013. The same note also mentioned the fact that the presence and arrival of those five races could cause cosmic events that can affect Earth's atmosphere. And it also said that humans would be seeing an increase of alien ships activities during this period. Continuation of the note also states that the meeting of the Council is to discuss possible threats to Earth and humans as well as the fact that so many new alien races have been visiting Earth lately. By lately, the note states that that means two of the five... Two, sometimes they... I, th I think that they speak a little rough English because if I... Sometimes I'll be reading and I'll have to 
you know, just quickly think of a word because it just makes no sense what they're saying. But anyway, for the past 500 years, they've been a lot of uh, different species have been coming to Earth. According to several alien races, the Council of Five at the time Council of Nine has monitored human evolution since primordial times. Since humans were only a one-cell marine organism, and throughout all natural evolution, when humans became primate-like creatures and beyond, after the Anunnaki interference, according to those same alien races, all evolutionary sequences and all planets have a beginning and an end, with the exception of minor details due to mostly radical weather changes. After the Anunnaki tampered with the DNA of primates and created humans, the Council of Five decided to not only monitor but also to protect us as they realized that one day humans would be able to join other alien races in development and enlightenment. Development and enlightenment. Those are key, guys. Development and enlightenment. The Philadelphia Experiment in 1943 did happen and it was successful after the third attempt. Further attempts failed. Contrary to belief, the experiment resulted from Albert Einstein's discovery of a manuscript along with one metallic object found in a cave system and brought to Spain by Columbus on his last voyage. The manuscript found by Columbus contained extremely technologically advanced schematic drawings and information and it was used to develop the unified field, the unified field theory by Einstein where he described mathematically and physically the interrelated nature of the forces that comprise electromagnetic radiation and gravity. Einstein had Illuma connections. I didn't guess that. Five Council, Falling Races, Egorot, Bella. <coughs> cool. All right. In 1933, near Vergate, Italy, an Italian or an alien ship belonging to the race Kalinia crashed, killing all its occupants. Inside, many ancient artifacts were found. Benito Mussolini created a secret group to look at the incident and any future related incidents. The group still exists and is called GIO-1. All the artifacts found on the wreck were put in a museum and passed as if found at an archaeological excavation. It's pretty standard. In 1950, another ship crashed at the same location. Weird. I guess pretty cool. Uh, but they do look, they'd be easy as hell to pass off as primitive. During the 1950s, USA President Dwight D. Eisenhower and British Prime Minister Winston Churchill met several times to discuss the best ways to keep alien presence on Earth away from the general public and from prying eyes. Together, they created a top-secret task force called Silk. This task force was so secretive that its leader was an Air Force general from English descent that belonged to the military of Uruguay. Side by side with the general worked two USA and two English Secret Service agents. They were not allowed to write anything they investigated. All events in investigative progress were only reported face-to-face -to, -face to both Churchill and or Eisenhower. Yeah, Eisenhower wasn't hearing none of it. He dirty. He's corrupt. From 780 to the 19th century AD, over 50 battles between alien races were fought on Earth's skies and witnessed by thousands of people. Many artists painted and carved these events, but 
Something searched, found, and destroyed most of them. In 20th century, only less than 10 are available. As long as there are stars, there will be war. That's what the Matrix race said, the evil race. Well, that's cool. So, oh shit, that life stopped. I'm probably just going to end up, I'm going to wrap it up right there, guys. We need, I need a place to step off and start off next time. So, take a break. I've, I've been out for a couple hours. I don't like to overdo it. Um, it gets long-winded, and, and I just don't, I like to keep the vibe up. So, I got to remember page 45. Remember that for me, guys. It's been fun. It's been fun. I'm sure there will be some more stuff come up uh, along the way. It might be a couple days. I know tomorrow for sure I'm going to hunker down and create a video for YouTube that's over 10 minutes. Um, so that's got to happen. And then, uh, like I said, I'm going to try every other day. But I'm going to try starting to get around and have it all set up and ready to, to hop on by 11. Okay, guys? Not so late. Not midnight. More like 11. Hang out till 1. Maybe a little later. We won't get into the 3 o'clock range at night. Um, that's my own fault. I just, you know, it seems like midnight just seems to be what I end up doing, <laughs> you know, so, but usually I try to get it by midnight, so it's, because it gets much later than that, I understand it's starting to get into your guys' life too, you know, you guys got to work and shit, so, um, you know, we all got our own stuff to do at the end of the day, and, you know, people are working, waking up at five in the morning probably, some of y'all, it's like, man, I, I can't even, <laughs> I don't know if anybody's that entertaining me, you know, but I appreciate it. I, I love it, man. That's cool. But I should, I'm trying to respect you guys and try to get it more to be more like um, 11 and not so, so late. Okay, guys? So, yeah, it's been fun. Hope you enjoyed. People are trying to donate. Who's trying to donate? Yes, love you guys. Peace out, TikTok. You guys are OGs, you know that. We rocked 200 all night over there. I loved it. I was watching. Alright, alright. You're an idiot.